Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Wendy Gillespie. In 2011, Destino Classics released the first of a planned series of CDs, a recording called Lamentarium, that comprises, according to its own description, passionate, sensual, macabre, and erotic narrative from 17th century Rome. The performers are members of the ensemble Atalante, named in honor of the inventor of a musical instrument called the Lirone. The director of Atalante is Aaron Headley, known since 1980 as the first and foremost modern performer on the Lirone. The Lirone has a unique and magical sound. It is a bowed stringed instrument, but it is chordal rather than melodic and functions in a continuo section like a chitarone, harpsichord, or harp. Those who automatically associate continuo playing with a keyboard and possibly a bowed instrument playing the bass line will find this recording to be a surprising auditory experience. The four instruments that I just mentioned, lirone, harp, chitorone, and harpsichord, are the continuo or accompanying ensemble for the recording. The only other instruments heard on the CD are a consort of vials that contributes instrumental renderings of vocal music, a common practice for instrumentalists that dates back at least to the early 16th century. Listen, for example, to some of Luigi Rossi's Peccantum Me Quotidie. What a dissonant piece. Without a good bit of experience with the experimental Roman repertory of the early 17th century, one might be forgiven for the inability to pin down the piece chronologically, possibly even thinking it might be a modern composition for historical instruments. But most of the music on this CD is solo vocal music accompanied by the extraordinary continuo section of three plucked and one bowed instrument. The harpsichord counts as a plucked instrument despite its keyboard, and the chitarone is a large lute-like instrument. The third instrument is the arpa doppia, or double harp, an instrument that, despite its name, has three parallel sets of strings. The outer two sets function more or less like the white keys on a piano, and the inner set like the black keys, allowing it to play music that shifts tonalities without needing the pedals that become more practical once composers begin exploiting all the possible keys of music. Listen to some of the centerpiece of the CD, Rossi's Tears of Mary Magdalene. You'll be able to hear the rich sound world that's created by the continuo section. The imagery in the poetry vividly paints Mary Magdalene's grief at the crucifixion with descriptions of excruciating wounds, rivers of blood, passionate love, anger and hopelessness, and all-embracing grief at the cruel wonder before her. Thank you. 
just heard a small part of a piece that lasts for nearly 20 minutes. Its accompaniment combines the rich sounds of the arpa doppio, a pluck sound that is very different indeed from that of a harpsichord, with the lirone and the chitarone, enveloping the singer in a rich and luscious blanket of sound. In reflecting on these rather exotic sounds, it occurs to me that the arpa doppio, harpsichord, and chitarone are not the sort of instruments one would have wanted to try to transport by horse in the 17th century nor would one be terribly keen to sling them into baggage on airplanes nowadays. How lucky we are to have recordings available so we can at least hear these instruments whenever we want. That's it for this Harmonia Early Music Podcast. If you'd like more information about this recording, please visit our website, harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, you can browse our archive of podcasts and shows, take a look at our blog, and visit our online shop, from which a portion of your purchase benefits Harmonia. I'm Wendy Gillespie. Thanks for listening.